And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because that's just kind of the way that things work around here. And, and if you got a problem with that, can't help you. Part of this is follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble, pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Uh, before I go ahead and introduce everybody, I just want to remind everybody about uh, two things. One, normally speaking, there would be the live chat that would be available on the screen for you. Um, right now, there is a technological thing that's going on that I'm going to have to monkey around with to get that working. I will do my best to see about getting that on there. Item number two is that this is a Power of Ten episode. This is number 360. So because of that, every 10 episodes, we basically say there are no filters. We say whatever it is that we're going to say. Damn the consequences. So if you should not be listening to this episode at this time, or if you don't want to hear us cussing up a storm at times, now might be a good opportunity to put it on pause, listen to a different episode, and, you know, wait for a more advantageous time. You've been fucking warned. So let me go ahead and introduce you to uh, who we've got at the moment. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Off to the right, off uh, almost D.C. way, Unrenowned Tech, hi. Greetings. And over the water to Paris, France, Joseph, good morning. Good morning. We may have uh, additional We'll have to kind of wait and see how that plays out. It's it's a little bit of a dice roll at the moment, as far as to how that's going to work. Even though it's not showing up on the video feed right now for everybody, over in the live chat, Stephanie, I know that you're over there. Hi, hon. Yeah, uh, there, the thing that's going on right now is that, normally speaking, I would go ahead and tell the streaming software where the live chat is. And normally I just put it up there and done. For some reason tonight, if the live chat is on the main web page, it's fine. If I pop it out into its own window, it's fine. When I tell the streaming software, this is the URL for the live chat window. Oh, I think I know why, but that still doesn't make any sense. Maybe the problem is that it's an age-restricted video, and maybe it just doesn't want to pull it up because of that. And it's reading it as a... a just trying to read the... the mm. All right. I'll figure some way around it momentarily. I don't think he's ever done that before, but whatever the case may be. So, quick and dirty. Um, just a real quick check-in on everybody. How's everybody doing this week? I know that, uh, you know, I know that a couple of us are not having a great night. Yo, anybody, you know, feel free. Yeah, I'm trying to type and I can't multitask, you know me. I'm, um, I'm doing okay. I... Yeah, I was telling everybody before the you know before we went live that I got my uh, Pfizer 
second dose yesterday and is kicking me in the nads if I still had nads. <laughs> if you still had nads. I don't. They were removed, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. I have one, one less thing to work with, folks. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, yeah. Uh, big business as usual at work. But, uh, yeah, I've been alone since uh, the beginning of the year. Yeah, I'm about to go back to business as, as usual in two weeks, and I'm not real happy about that. But, yeah, that's another another story, another day. But on the brighter side, they're shutting down the... Uh, <clears throat> they're opening up the terraces again here. The lockdown is being uh, relaxed from, from Monday, actually. Oh. And my colleague should be back uh, from the middle of May, I think. Yeah, they're they're making me go back, and uh, they were trying to make me go back Monday, and I went. Oh. I don't think so. Uh, give me a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's fair. I found a solution. I sort of fixed it, so we have we have the live chat available now. And it's even a little bit bigger than normal, so maybe I'll uh, maybe use that in the future. Nice. Yeah, I'll I'll just I'll just go with that for the time being. Kind of work from there. So I think it was a little bit better when it was cutting your face off. Oh, just kidding. (gasps) He is kidding because he knows that I know. I don't know where he lives. Doesn't really much matter. Anyway, so I've only I've tried to tell you repeatedly. You just. You're not interested. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. My my brain was very much mud most of today, and I got somebody that's uh, that's telling me, you know, I really love for you to set up that uh, dedicated Valheim server on your home server on hexadecimal. That would be really cool, so we could all play together. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I see how it's supposed to be done. Okay, yeah, the instructions are step by step, but right now my brain is. <laughs> So nobody needs me to be playing and dickering with the insides of Hex with my little chubby fingers. Nobody needs by that the way, right now. The beard's a good look for you, by the way. Yeah, I I used to have full beard and stash. And just for the hell of it, I figured you know, I'll grow it out again. See what it's looking like. <clears throat> I'm feeling a lot more like I'm just a middle-of-the-road um, mall Santa. I guess so. Uh, I, I don't know. Part time mall center. Yeah. Okay. So what we've got left, uh, uh, we've got three left in uh, in the current beer category: the Rice Dwarf Colch. Mm. Still got that one. Just, while we're on the beard, I go for the Randy beard. The Randy. Which Randy? There's lots of Randys, some not so good. Uh, the one who just left us. Oh. James Randy's. Oh, okay. I'll take a look at that. Uh, okay, so we got the uh, Reisdorf Kolsch, uh, the Schwartz beer, 
May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, Schwartz be And we still have the last of the glass, the Rochesterfarian Scotch Ale. Was it Scotch Ale? Scotch Ale. So, again, reminding everybody, the only reason I picked all this stuff was because of the the album art on them all. So, you know. Um, I like the album art on that. That is fantastic. That is, isn't it, though? I, I mean, that is, a, that is a really, that is a really yes. bitchin' lion. I like it. With a boombox and a, and, a, and a pool. Is that a pool cue? No, it is a, it is a. Well, a scepter? What is that? It is, but it could as it, it could very easily be a pool cue with one of those um uh you know that that ball with the with the cross on top of it that uh, some monarchs have been pictured with yeah oh, that's actually a scepter yeah it's a scepter i like it i usually expect the scepter to be a little bit shorter than that but okay you know I'll go with that so uh do we have uh do we have an odds on favor tonight because you know as usual i don't know I'm going with I'm going with the album art. I'm gonna pick that one. What the uh, Rochester Farian? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Okay, we'll do that. So that means that the Schwarzbier. It's it's a, it's a W. So in German, it's pronounced. And uh, the Reich Reichdorf. I keep wanting to say it like that, and I don't know that I'm pronouncing it correctly. And I feel every time I say it, and I, for whatever reason, it comes out that way out of me. I keep feeling so pretentious, like, oh, look at this. I can actually pronounce it like I know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't know. Oh, I did you find the answer to my last week's question? What would that be? Is the Schwarzfeier, it's actually dark? Until we open it up, yes, yes, it is. Okay, all right. So Once it gets poured out, I have no idea. I've okay. I've never tried any of these before, so, you know. So it's I it's always. <laughs> I believe the expression is, "Get used to disappointment." There's a movie reference. Okay, so nice and gentle. Um. If the cap will... There we go. Wow, the cap really deformed. Like, um, it bent really bad. That was weird. Oh, I can smell it already. <sighs> oh, you meant like that. Okay. Picture of uh, James Randi was uh, just dropped into our chat so I can see what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so Stephanie, I did see you over there. Hi. Um, Felis is recuperating I think is probably the nicest way of putting that and accurate um, it's we'll leave it at that All right. so anyway uh, so the Rochesterfarian is it is amber huh well it did say that it was a scotch ale I guess that would be the right color are there many Rastafarians from Rochester? At least one. So, um, for them. Well, already it's 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 smelling of beer, so that's that's a good start. And you know, see, 
some people might actually be saying, well, it's beer. I mean, duh. No, I, I've I've sampled a lot of different beers, and every once in a while there's a beer that comes out, and it's just like, this does not smell like beer. Oh, we'll see how it turns out. Lachayim. <laughs> Again, I wonder if I actually pronounced that correctly. You know what? Lachayim is good. That's close enough. That, that was pretty good. Not bad for an Italian. Um, okay, this is definitely beer. This is a little heavier than some of the other stuff that I've tried. But if there's supposed to be some kind of a... Um, if there's supposed to be some kind of a, a, a scotch taste to it, I don't know that there is. I don't know that I'd recognize... Well, you know what? I would recognize if there was a taste other than beer in there. I may not necessarily know what scotch tastes like, because I'm not a scotch drinker, but... Um, Alright, you know, it's it's a little on the bitter side. We'll see we'll see where this goes. We'll see what happens for the rest of the show. Because again, you know, one never knows. Might be a matter of that uh temperature difference will make a make a difference in it. Alright, we'll see where it goes. So otherwise, let me go ahead and uh get things rolling and uh, we'll kinda go from there and uh, see how the see how the night takes us. So with five minutes on the clock your five-minute freestyle starts right now. No. Actually, the the proper full title for this one tonight is categorically no. I dealt with somebody this week where I couldn't believe I actually I actually had to deal with this. I was out this week. I had something that I had to do. And I also figured, you know, while I'm out, because it's like almost a half an hour drive for me to get from where I live out to the stores. Okay, you know, what better opportunity to go ahead and, you know, pick up some stuff for the house. You know, food. Because, you know, perishable food. That's what happens. Milk. So, um, I had to deal with somebody. Briefly. Briefly. In BJ's. They were in the coffee aisle, as was I. It was the first thing that I had picked, so in my cart, all I had was just a thing of coffee. Coffee beans, because I get whole beans and grind it. And she had uh, she had picked, also, coffee bag. And she had a couple of other uh, sundry items in there. Just, a, a, like, three things that were, you know, the health and welfare kind of stuff, you know, anti-inflammatories, anti-pain, neosporin, that kind of thing. And I pointed out that, you know, look, look at us, you know, all the, all the important stuff. You got your, you got your neosporin, you got your pain meds and and you got your Tylenol. I mean, great way to start the day. All, All the important things. And I can't believe I can't believe that very quickly, inside of about 15 seconds, it devolved into this woman saying that she would like things to get back to normal. I'm on board there. And that 
she's been into many a store without wearing a mask, and she's perfectly fine. And that she wants to take a stand because they're taking away our rights and we need to stand up for them. And I thought very quickly about all the different things that I could say. Knowing full well that I've worked at this particular place once upon a time ago. And I've dealt with situations where it would be dealt with like a couple of kids fighting on the playground where they're both in trouble. Doesn't matter who started it, you're both in trouble. I don't want to be dealing with that. So for about three seconds, I did the whole goldfish, ba 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 ba. you know, I didn't say anything, but for those that are listening, you get the idea. Well, I was trying to figure out what I was going to say. Because I was angry. I was legitimately angry at this person. And I turned, and as I was turning around, I said in the most flat voice that I could, categorically no, and walked away. I couldn't say anything else. I wanted to. I wanted to call her a dumbass. I wanted to call her an absolute shithead. I wanted to call her the type of fucking person that's going to keep this goddamn thing going and killing more people because she's got to be a selfish cunt. Yeah, I used it. Do you know why? Because people like that are exactly that. Literally, people like that will be the death of us all if they don't stop. Maybe not all of us. Maybe only, you know, 0.25% of the population, according to them. But if part of that population ends up being teenagers and younger because they couldn't keep their selfish dicks to themselves, then that blood is on your hands. And may whatever God you believe in show mercy, because I fucking won't. Episode 360. We're going to be all over the map. The stuff that's going to be happy, sad, anger-inducing, maybe just thoughtful. But we've got stuff to talk about, and you know we'll, we'll figure it as we go along. I did go looking up information on Rafe Badawi. There is no new information, unfortunately. So as of the recording of tonight's show, it is now eight years, ten months, thirteen days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. And now that all that happy horseshit is out of the way, how about we go ahead and get you the horrible scopes if you guys are good? Huh? Okay. 
All right, so this will be a good start. So, folks, these are going to be your horrible scopes for this week. Please remember, if you know what your astrological sign is, it's all bullshit anyway. If you don't know, it's all bullshit anyway. Just, I would otherwise tell you to shake a magic eight ball, but that's a D20, not a D12 inside, so it doesn't really help. Whatever, just copy off of somebody else's homework. I mean, it's not like you don't know how to do that. Aries, remember two truisms. First, who do... Actually, hold on a second. Let me do... Let me do this right. Who knows what evil lurks within the hearts of men? Only the shadow knows. Superman can only guess. And second, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Then it's a scavenger hunt. Taurus, the next time you get pulled over at a drunk driving checkpoint, tell the examiner that you can prove that you're sober by saying supercalifragilisticexpialidocious backwards, which would be docious alley expialistic fragicalarupus. Or is that ropus? I don't know. Close enough. If the, if the tester doesn't believe you, challenge them to say it. And don't call us for bail. We've got enough problems with Scorpio this week. You did Gemini. a good job, by the way. That was, that was good. Thank you. Gemini. Concentration is going to be difficult this upcoming week. Part of that is from being dehydrated and the weather being too cold. Drink more and buy a big fluffy robe to wear at home. If you're needing inspiration... Rewatch The Big Lebowski and enjoy the downtime. The dude abides. Cancer Moonchow. Who knew the Hanabry Company who bought such classes, classics as the Flintstones, Space Ghost, the Wacky Races, Super Friends could bring uh, such a crap, what? Craptacular. Oh, new word. Uh, film as chomps. How bad was it? It was so bad, it was uploaded to YouTube four years ago to watch free of advertising breaks. Learn from their mistakes. If you've got a good thing going, don't screw with it. Well, it's nice to watch something with no advertising. Uh, not this time. It, w it, was, it was bad. Uh, let's just put it this way. I've seen that, and the advertisements would be the good part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, I just I just remembered there are some typos that I'd never um, cleaned up in here, so I gotta be I gotta be careful and looking around to do some last minute edits, literal last minute edits. Leo, last week it was the Capri Sun on the barbecue experiment. This week you should revisit the Diet Coke and Mentos experiment, but with a catch. Invite the current Nathan's hot dog eating champion. Either Mikosudu or Joey Chestnut, yes, that's his real name, to swallow the contents of a one-liter container while it gushes forth. What are we testing this time? <laughs> Who cares? It's going to be hilarious to watch their faces when all that carbonation burns their sinuses. 
Anyone that has ever snorted their Coca-Cola because someone made them laugh and it went out their nose knows exactly what I'm talking about. That burns. Yes, and I would be money to see them do that. I would pay money. Virgo. Your camera work has improved a lot over the last few weeks, Virgo. Congratulations. You'll want to buy some filters, lights, timers, off-body hot shoe cables, and a bracket to round out your new hobby. And it's going to go poorly. Oh, you can afford them, but trying to set them all up to photograph a newly built hornet's nest is just going to land you in the ER with multiple stings in your shoulders. That's why we call them Flying Psychotic Ass Needles of Stabity Death. Dick to the Sky Picks. <laughs> I thought she said something else. Libra! Trying to start your own, quote, turn-of-the-century Brooklyn-style winemaking, unquote, is admirable. Restoring a ceramic-coated lion-clawed iron bathtub for a crushing vet? Is cool enough that we'll overlook the fruits, berries, and flowers you're using for your unique taste. But letting eight-year-old kids stomp them into a goo that'll be filtered before fermentation like it's an episode of I Love Lucy? That might be historically accurate, but there are child labor laws, you know. Yeah, I, I know a little something about this. My dad used to do that. Scorpio. And just like that, Scorpio, you just had to be you, didn't you? Spraying solar cane up your nose wasn't the hard part. It was trying to convince people you hadn't been snorting cocaine. Telling the cops to, quote, get your drug-sniffing horse out, of, out here to test me. Unquote. It wasn't as funny as your mouth as it was in your head. No, it wasn't as funny out of your mouth as it was in your head. We are not responsible for your bail money. We tried to warn you, remember? Yeah, we did. Sagittarius, people actually like you this week, and that's not some kind of a weird fluke. You'll actually say and do all the right things to help people feel good about themselves, and that's going to feel kind of weird. Just roll with it and enjoy the experience. It might not last. Record. Neither your dating profile picture nor your driver's license pictures do you justice. The first is in color, which makes you look jaundiced, and the latter is in black and white, hiding your jaundice. You should stick to using a photocopier and take pictures of, of yourself from now on and send them via fax. Tech? Sorry, I had the mute on. Aquarius. I'm in the right spot, right? Yep. Aquarius, you're still not allowed to go traveling. But you know what you can still do? Make prank phone calls. Call a random number and tell the person that answers that you'd like to record video record yourself telling them a bad joke and then get the reaction to it. When they agree, just hang up and never call back. When they call you, record yourself telling them, I never said when I'd call back. <laughs> It'll go over big. That is a true dad joke right there, though. 
Also might get you harassment, with, uh, especially with caller ID and everything nowadays. Oh, yeah. Pisces. Remember last week's warning about using phone numbers for your password? You're not as smart as you think you are, you teenager. That password of Leevoot, which is L-E-1-V-0-0-T, is spelled on the telephone 5318008, which if you punch it into your HP calculator and turn it upside down, spells boobies. Nice try. Your IT department is going to talk with you about setting a new password. <laughs> and those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you didn't like what you got, because you didn't bother to bribe us. You should really do that once in a while. It'd be really nice. I mean, we've got a Patreon thing and everything, but I mean, it's not like I ever check that. So, you know, if you have... Sorry, you're up shit creek, tough. But I had a lot of fun with that. By the way, uh, anybody that uh, wants to know how I figured out what the uh, what the letters are, yes, I could have gone ahead and just pulled out my smartphone and looked on the keypad there, but I did it the fun way. I actually looked on the dial. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, I mean. Hello? Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> Better go catch it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even do that. I, I just I just leave the leave the punchline. Because if you got to explain the punchline. Well, actually, if you got to give the punchline. It's the next level of comedy. I don't know. It's the closest thing I got. Whatever. I'm obviously not a professional comedian, so, you know, don't take advice from a podcaster about comedy. Or at least not this week. Anyway, so let's go ahead and um, how about I just go ahead and open up for tonight? We lost Michael Collins. For anybody that's wondering, Michael Collins was one of the three astronauts that made it to the moon for Apollo 11, just not down to the surface. Michael Collins was the command module pilot, and it was his job to stay circling the moon while the other guys went down there. And for a little while, he was the loneliest human ever up to that point. He unfortunately had the heart-rending task of knowing full well that if anything went wrong on the surface, he'd be coming home alone. And I don't think it enough people actually recognized him for that reality. And with that, we have lost two-thirds of the Apollo 11 mission. And the number of people that have stepped off of this planet and onto another celestial body has yet again been reduced. Within the next 25 years, there will be no one left who has been to the moon. And that is wrong. And right now, that's about all I got. I told you, thoughtful, sad, but 
man, what a, what a brave individual, you know? Yeah. On the downside, he didn't punch a reporter in the face. So, you know, we still got buzz. So that, there's that. Anybody yeah, doesn't too much longer though. I mean, they're getting buzz. old. Who punched who in the face? Buzz. <laughs> All right. The short version is back in the seventies or early seventies, a reporter. And I'm, I'm putting that in scare quotes for a second because I don't remember how like quote unquote legit reporter this person was, but they basically ambushed Buzz Aldrin and harassed him with the question about whether or not the moon landing actually happened. And he pissed off Buzz Aldrin so much that he literally punched him in the motherfucking jaw. Hmm. Now, I don't remember if he was brought up on assault charges, but as the song goes, I would not be convicted by a jury of my peers. And I'm pretty sure anybody from the Apollo program would have said, nah, guy had it coming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, um, he's the last one left. Well, I was thinking, you know, uh, Buzz Aldrin, he had he had the ultimate in empirical evidence <laughs> of it happening. That's true. So he was very well placed to do that. Yep. But then I think to Flat Earthers, where we all have the uh, empirical evidence available to us. Flat, Earth, flat earthers should be some very bruised people. Yeah. Well, I mean, they proved the veracity of a spherical Earth <laughs> back with ancient Greece, for crying out loud. So, you know, I don't know what anybody's got a problem with these days. But, but again, you know, the hell do I know? Some of us didn't exactly pass... What was it, geometry? Yeah, it would have been geometry. As an aside, you really want to screw people's heads up. You ask them, did you pass geometry? Sure. How many angles are there? How many degrees are there in a triangle? 180. Good. Why? Can you build one with 270 degrees? Because you you can. You can build a triangle with 270 degrees. Yes, you can. Three right angles. But you have to do it on a spherical surface. Yeah. Okay. Start from the prime meridian, go down to the equator. Go around the equator, 90 degrees, uh, uh, however far it is. Do another 90 degrees. And they all match. It's fun to be able to do that to people. How especially is that a triangle? Sorry? How is that a triangle? It is. Draw a triangle on a curved surface. And you do it with 90 degrees uh, at each yeah. angle. All right. And it maps to exactly 90. Yep. 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 degrees. Done. 
Hmm. Interesting. Try it on the globe sometimes. It pisses kids right off. Or at least it pissed me off when I was, uh, when I was explained it once upon a time ago. Don't worry, the confusion that you just went through? Yeah, I, I had to go through that with a math teacher who was kind of a little self-important. But just a little. Yeah. You've just described uh, one of the biggest problems in uh, map projection. True. And the inaccuracies thereof. Yeah. That is, okay, you know, that is that is something worth for a couple of seconds. There was one episode of uh, The West Wing where they had a group come in to lobby for, basically, a change in the way that maps are used in the United States. And they were showing the differences between the different types of projections. And they suggested a, I, I forget which one it was, a specific type of projection because it actually shows the the proper scaled size of each of the land masses. And then they recommended, well, how about, how about we just um, put south at the top instead of north? Because who chose that? And they showed this projection map upside down from what we're used to. And CJ Craig was just flipping out. And she's like, no, you can't do that. This is making me feel wrong. And you know what? I'm completely with you. That is really weird. And it really take a hard time to try to understand that. But, you know, that's just me. What do I know? I'm an old man. I'm stuck in my ways. And you don't like it. Uh, I got news for you. Neither do I. Is what it is. And uh, TP, I didn't see you over there. Hi. Sorry. Talking and, and not looking over at the corner. That's 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 what I get for all that. Good to see you, man. And uh, TP is uh, reminding us. Buzz punched Bart Sebril? Sebril? Sebril. Don't matter, don't matter. A conspiracy theorist in 2002. Ooh. So that's a different one. The L.A. County District Attorney's Office declined to pursue prosecution. Um. Hmm. Well, uh, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that one. Because on the one side... You know what? I don't, I don't know. He's an old man. Give him his opportunity to go ahead and punch some punk that deserves it. I guess that's 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 just the way that it is. Just stumbled in. That's a very nice way of saying that you're uh, you're you're drunk. We'll take it. We'll take it. So, what about the rest of you guys? Who's got what that they want to go ahead and and uh, drive all over the? You know, I was going to go with something. I don't even know where the hell I was going anymore. Well, I've got, a, I've got a thing that I'm extremely, extremely livid over. And it has to do with COVID. I know I talk about COVID a lot, but 
well, it's kind of been a little bit important for the last, you know, uh, let me check my watch, uh, year. So, you know. Yeah, for a year. And it's so, yeah, it's like we're getting, you know, to at least the end of, you know, the end of the worst of it in the U.S. And, you know, poor India. I just, I feel so horrible about what's going on in India, but I'll talk about that later. But, um, I don't know if, if people in the show, you know, remember that I lost my uh, uncle to COVID uh, on February 15th. And anyway, a couple of weeks ago, my uh, my cousin and his partner were uh, you know, admitted you know, to the hospital because they got COVID. And my cousin is still inpatient, doesn't know when he's going to be out. You know, he's still in high you know, high flow oxygen and all that stuff. But his partner was at one point intubated and had to go on dialysis because, you know, his kidneys were shot now and all that other stuff. And although he's, you know, now been weaned off the, you know, ventilator and everything, he's going to have to be on dialysis the rest of his life. This is what the docs were saying, because his kidneys are permanently fucked. And what really pisses me off about this and I'm just livid is that my cousin and his partner have you know, done the lockdown thing to the extreme that I have over the past year, meaning staying in the house, ordering groceries, not going anywhere, all that stuff. And it is the partner's mother who came over about three weeks ago after having a positive COVID test, knowing her ass was positive. And she guilts them into coming over to see, you know, the partner because she hasn't seen him in a year, blah, 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 and lied to them. And then came over to visit. Wait a minute. This is a piece I don't remember having heard. She knew she was, she, she told them that she was perfectly fine. She hadn't, you know, she was fine. Bridget? She hid her her diagnose or her test results from them and came over to visit. Bridget, I'm gonna gonna ask a stupid question first. First question yes. is, um, does she live with anyone? Uh, she lives with her husband, and he was sick with COVID as well. Okay, no, 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 that's, that, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. The reason why I'm asking is, um, would he be terribly put out if I were to, I don't know, uh, take a drive over so I could punch her in the throat? Well, I mean, it's down in Texas if you want to make the trip, but, uh, but I can already tell you that my cousin's going to beat the living shit out of her <laughs> at some point when he gets out of the hospital. Especially if something happens and his partner dies. You know, considering that we had the uh, the memories come up of uh, ReasonCon recently, and I remember what it was like for me, the 12-hour drive down and then the 14-hour drive back in one weekend. Yeah. I it, mm, it might be, mm, yeah, it's a long, long-ass drive. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think my ass could handle, I mean, I've got a I've got a wide load ass right now, but that's just because I'm sedentary. I don't mm, no, I don't I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, the piece about her, you know, having been positive and hiding the results from them just came out within the last couple of days when I was talking to him, and I was like, "What the ever living fuck?" 
Stephanie's got an interesting uh, point here. They need to send her the medical bills. I would say or ask for, or I would charge her with assault mm. and send her the medical bills. But yeah, I would press charges. That's what I would do. Yeah, Ken says I blame you. Um, let me adjust the. There we go. The window because it was uh, it was not lined up correctly. People couldn't see what was going high. Yes, that was me screwing around with the video. Sorry, is what it is. Uh, yeah, as 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 far as like Jeff's medical God. bills from having to be on dialysis, you know, the rest of his life and all that stuff. Yeah, I'd be sending her the copays and everything else. I mean, shit. Does that mean that they would potentially be? I hate to word it this way. Eligible for being put on a registry for a replacement. Mm, I'm not sure. I mean, I am not sure if, you know, if a kidney transplant would be a thing or not, because I'm not sure, you know, if his other health conditions or anything like that. But I know that Jesus as far as like point. if he wanted to get, you know, Medicare, which Medicare will, you know, pick up, you know, coverage for end-stage renal disease and things like that. But that's only after you've been on dialysis for 36 months. Jeez. It's just the way that Medicare works. You know, it's just their rules. And, uh, you know, dude's not old enough to go on Medicare anyway. But, you know, if he's, if he's on dialysis for three years, then he'll be able to, to get Medicare. Damn. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm a little pissed about that. But, you know. Can't imagine why. Damn it. <sighs> Look. I know legally I'm not allowed to punch somebody in the throat. <laughs> oh, it's okay. He will do it for you because he's like, you know, after I'm out of the hospital, if I ever see her again, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to have to bail me out of jail because I'm going to kill her. I mean, he wouldn't really kill her, but he would probably beat the hell out of her just on principle. I believe the expression from the old country for me would be, Gutter like a fish. Yeah. Figuratively. Legally speaking, figuratively. Anecdotally speaking, punch the mother... Actually, I should just stop right there. I don't, I don't have to say anything more, fortunately. Works out good that way. Oh, God. That's a... See, when you told me about part of that before, I did not... I. Don't know if you said it at the time, but I did not remember. And the funny part of it is, I think that would be something I would nominally have remembered. So, uh, yeah. Well, That's I probably just, didn't have all the information at the time either because he just told me this within the last couple of days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Everything was still falling out. Yeah. Joy. Concrete swimming shoes. Uh, TP? No. Yeah. No. No. It's a waste of good concrete. Well, okay. Yeah. See, there is that. But no, because they don't, they don't they, do that. And they take longer than people think to actually fully dry. Yeah. Because if you don't let the concrete fully dry, it can actually uh, break apart underwater. Yeah. 
Which would defeat the purpose. Right. So. So you're better off getting like a boat anchor and a whole lot of chain. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to shut the hell up because there's too many news articles that I know about that really don't need to go through right about now. Uh, if anybody wants to have some kind of uh, some kind of clue, uh, Nassau County, Long Island, Barrier Beaches. Oh, feel, wow. f- feel free. Mm. But oh, the- while we're ranting about COVID, can we rant about Modi in India? And what an asshat he is being. And the sad part of it is, it ain't just Modi. It's not, but he's pulling a Trump up there, and he's like, I don't fucking care if all these people die, and, you know, I'm just going to do my little campaign rallies because I have an election to win. Or at least he wants his party to keep control in some of the states that are having elections. Let's put it that way. And he's just more interested in his political future than he is the people. This is so... Immeasure, I, I I don't I don't even know what the right word for it would be for me. One would think that a population would be smart enough to know not to do that, after having seen what happened over here. Assuming that they even know what had been happening over here. But that's that's the scary part because I mean, for people like this to this Modi. Uh, for people like him to exist, well, he he has to be enabled. And I think there's a lot of his following or voters or whatever, they're depending on him to decide everything for them. So, and this is what has to stop. Well, the other piece to that, though, is at first I had a centralized response, which is why you didn't see the huge numbers in the first spike. Now, granted, there was, you know, a, a lot of deaths in the villages that nobody cares about because, you know, they're the, you know, the lower rungs of society and all that. Um, but they still didn't have, you know, they're in, in the numbers that came out were not accurate. I mean, we all know that. But, you know, the first wave was really not that bad. It took out the elderly people. At first, and so the younger people were fine. And then the second wave is just cremating the younger population that, you know, that happened to survive. But at the same time, their response that was, you know, um, centralized, he has decided to do what Trump did and just, like, leave it up to the states for them to handle it, which was the worst thing that that you could do. And so they don't have any kind of cohesive plan or strategy to deal with this. Yeah, because the the states they're they're only concerned about their local population. Yeah, voters. and and if the voters are ignorant, then they better get their votes. They're just going to basically tell them whatever they want to hear. They're going to tell them what they already don't know. Well, I think they know now. I mean, it's pretty evident. Well, yeah, from- because empirical evidence, you know, kind of hard to deny when somebody in your family comes down with it. That's, you know, 
But there's no putting the genie back in the bottle. And if they don't get a grip on this, then, uh, you know, their variants are going to go everywhere else and it's going to be global again. No, they're going to create more variants. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, well, I mean, they are the, the, the more infections, the more chances that you're going to have variants because every time this, you know, there's a host, it's going to replicate and it's going to, you know, cause some mutations. I mean, that's just what it does, like a photocopier does. Well, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a mutation with every replicate. And some of them are going to be beneficial to the organism. And so, yeah, if they don't get a grip on this, and if the world does not chip in and help them get a grip on this, then all of us are going to be so fucked. Like, it's it's not without a note of irony, but, I mean, like, evolution, you see how the, it's going between uh, Modi and his population, and exactly the same thing is happening within the virus itself. I, I just can't, you know, exempt the irony from it. <laughs> Um, yeah, because basically, you know, there's a mutation and, you know, those who make it through, um, who make it past the, the latest, uh, vaccinations and all that, uh, the, the, yeah, those who make it through, you know, survive and everybody else, well, they're just fucked. They're just not, you know, they're not part of it anymore. They're not even on the record. Yeah, that's I mean, the same thing's happening between the virus and the humans because I mean, you know, these gate you've got these like guys uh like uh like Modi, like making all the noise, they're on the top, they're the leader, they're they've made it through, they're fine, they got theirs. And just like fuck everybody else. Yeah, there is uh there is a way that a lot of folks keep talking about evolution that really doesn't necessarily drive home the point the right way. And it's, it's something that's bothered me a lot. And the way that Joseph just described it is far and away more accurate than the way that we've typically been portraying it with the, I wasn't wasn't even sure what I said just makes sense. No, you, you, you're quite right. Uh, The way it's always been, maybe not necessarily always, but the way that it's typically been touted is survival of the fittest, which is a positive way of describing it. Meaning, as the population expands, that's because they're they're ready to keep going. But evolution is a subtractive system. It's not who is the best suited. It's exactly the opposite. It's the environment will kill off Everything that can't cope. And those are the ones that continue. 99% of evolution is basically a failed experiment. Yeah. It's only the 1% that makes it through. That is counted. Like, it's everything. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, and if anybody wants to go ahead and say, well, we uh, we don't have evolutionary change in the human species. Bullshit! Let's start off with, let's start off with the easy one. Blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Blue and it's eyes. Only back, what ten thousand years? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, blue eyes don't do anything for us, one way or the other, but they're there, and they're continuing to be there, and they will continue to be there because the population doesn't see a problem with it. It's not hampering 
the opportunity for people to, well, continue to procreate, there you go, it's going to continue on through, well, until somebody decides that blue eyes all need to be shot in the head. And I say that tongue-in-cheek, hoping that it forever is tongue-in-cheek. Red hair. Red hair is not good. But... What? Red hair is not good. It... What? It's not bad. It just is. It's a different... It's a different coloration... But the problem comes with the fairer skin that is usually associated with same, which is a much more northern latitudes hominids because less sunlight. So collect more for, you know, vitamin D. Okay. You know, th- those things happen. Something about Neanderthal. His, his point is a lot of mutations, you know, are not advantageous or deleterious. I mean, they're neither. They're just neutral. Yep. But there are some that are far and away more advantageous. There is a family in Italy, and I've forgotten exactly where, who seemed, who seemed to be absolutely immune to cardiovascular disease, if I remember what the, what the story was. And it's owed to something genetically that they have. There are people who have color blindness. That is also a genetic mutation. That one could be, you know, could impact whether or not you procreate. These days, not so much. Doesn't really much matter. That's the thing, because in today's world, it won't. But in years past, it might have, yeah. Uh, could be life or death, actually. One that I noticed, and this was, you know, this was years ago, back when I was still, you know, doing dental stuff, was there are some people who are, you know, being born without teeth buds for their, uh, you know, third molars. You know, quote unquote, wisdom teeth. Okay. And, you know, the, the thing about having, you know, the third molars is a lot of people's jaws, you know, are not big enough to accommodate that many teeth. And at one point in time, you know, it was helpful to have those teeth, but with the, the smaller jaws, not so much. And so we were seeing people starting to be born, you know, missing some of those teeth, but sometimes it was all four of them. Sometimes it was just a couple but they're starting to be selected, you know, a, a, against having those, which is a good thing. And so, you know, in another 10 or 20,000 years, you know, third molars may not be a thing anymore. I mean, who knows? But I just found it interesting that you would look at, you know, x-rays and they'd never had them removed, but they just weren't there. And that's something that would have been selectified and I, I know I'm quoting a bad word here. Yeah, selected for at some S- point. Selected for or selected against, as as depending as to how you look at it, before we had, quote-unquote, modern medicine. And I'm saying quote-unquote because, I mean, let's face it, what we consider modern medicine would be, you know, okay, 
ether, a, a bullet to bite down on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking far and away earlier than that. I mean, before even leeches. When people could be at least tended to. But, you know, if you had too many teeth and not enough jaw, once upon a time ago, you kind of probably ended up with, I don't know, um, your jaw infecting and falling out and you just dying eventually, no? Yeah, I mean, that could happen, yeah. So those people um, end up dying earlier and, well, they don't procreate and, well, look at how that works. Again, yeah, it's a subtractive thing. Yeah. So this this whole thing with any virus, and viri are weird creatures, and I don't even know that the word creature qualifies, are weird. Their yeah. job is to operate like they're a machine. They just go in, do their thing, and well, systematically die. And there isn't an inherent instability in the mechanisms that they're using so that they do have mistakes crop up. Mistakes in genetic material are called anybody in the class? Anybody? Mutations. Mutations. Well, yeah. Um, I, I think that the genome, um, you know, for COVID, I think it's around 30,000, uh, you know, proteins. And I, I could be I could be wrong here, but I think every single time it replicates, there are some slight changes to some of those proteins somewhere in that genome every time. And yeah, you know, most of the time it's not gonna matter at all. No. But that's kind of scary to think about that every time it replicates, it's going to have some errors in there, you know, whether it's a deletion or it's a missense or, you know, some kind of an error. Or an inside and out. I mean, there, you know, and it's just it just so happens that some of these have been advantageous to it, and this spike protein that is being targeted by the vaccines seems to be like a con, you know a common denominator in all of the, you know, all of the ones that we have right now. But that in itself was a mutation. The original one that came, you know that came from Wuhan when that first broke out did not have spike protein. This DG one. For what is it the the DG one four G spike Whatever mutation? Yeah, but that mutation has been consistent across all of these lines ever since it got over here. So, you know, that was definitely advantageous to it. It, it caused it to spread, you know, faster, make it quote unquote stickier, whatever. But it's also kind of freaky in a way to see that some of these, you know, these mutations that have popped up in South Africa and Brazil and places like that all independently develop the same mutations that were advantageous to it. And you can go look at the, you know, the lineage and they're not, you know, they're not the same. They did not come from the same place. It's just they happen to independently develop these on their own. Yet after a certain point, you kind of have to look at these and the question has to come up. Was the base that it came from primed for this to have happened anyway? Which right. is entirely possible. See, yeah. there's there's a piece about all this that, you know, I, I don't think that's 
I don't think some people really appreciate the fact that there are there are so many copies of this singular virus, even mutated versions, but from a singular source. Because there's always, you know, that patient zero, there's always that first delivery virus zero. Mm-hmm. And one virus invading one cell can make thousands upon thousands of copies of itself before it explodes the cell and floods the body and then retransmits. The easiest way to try to really appreciate just how enormous the problem is is to just go from statistics. You have one. Let's go conservative. It splits into 10. Each of those 10 splits into 10 before they die. Each of those splits into 10 before they die. And how long is the replication period? Who knows? Even if you assume it to be one day, the number that you get inside of three days, inside of a week, is positively mind-numbing. But nobody really thinks about it in those terms. You don't need lots and lots and lots of time, which is one of the things that evolutionists... Anybody that goes ahead and uses that term, by the way, in a non-ironic fashion, go fuck yourselves. Time is one of those elements where evolution thrives through. But with this goddamn thing, it doesn't need as much time. It barely needs any time at all when it's got billions upon trillions of copies of itself every day. Well, and they're thinking, I mean, there's there's a couple of papers that are out. One of them's a preprint, um, which means that it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet, but, you know, it... It's a start. You know, it's, it's a start. But they think that they have found, quote-unquote, patient zero for this, you know, quote-unquote, UK variant. Wow. And think that it actually escaped from a person who was... He had previously had a transplant, so he was immunocompromised anyway, and oh. had been and had been in inpatient for seventy four days, and he had been given two rounds of the monoclonal antibodies because his body could not clear the virus on its own. And so, after giving him the antibodies once, then he partially cleared it, but then built up more, and they discovered twenty eight mutations just from this one person because instead of doing like two a month which is you know normal he was doing like 28 and it was because of having the monoclonal antibodies and being on immunosuppressants for the the transplant that he just became like a super generator of mutations from hell and they think that the b117 came from him wow and i can give you a link to the the preprint um but they think that that was patient zero for that. 
And so there was also a piece of the New York Times, uh, I think a week or so ago, that this is also, you know, they're starting to be concerned about this and other people, you know, that are immunocompromised for one reason or another, you know, like if they've had leukemia or whatever and had chemotherapy or if they're on immunosuppressant drugs like prednisone for, um, you know, uh, you know, um, anything God, brain work because they have, you know, autoimmune disorders and have to tamp down their responses. And then anybody who's had a transplant that's on, you know, drugs that if they happen to get this, their body cannot clear it. And they're just going to spew out, you know, they're going to replicate faster and faster and spew out all these variants. And so that's what they're saying is if your body cannot clear this and some people who cannot clear it, no matter what you do to them, they're still contagious the whole time too. So forget this being contagious for 14 days or whatever. These people who cannot clear it are still contagious. Because it's still quote unquote living in them. Yes. And the longer it stays, the more opportunity it's got for generating a new a new version, a new variant all over again. Holy balls. Exactly. It's really simple. Viral DNA goes through the same replicative processes that human DNA goes through, but they go through so many evolutions, so many mutations so quickly that they have there's so, let me rephrase that there are so many gen, new generations born of a virus in such a short period of time versus human beings having to make a whole complex ei notes rna not dna uh for viruses but what i mean is is that when a virus replicates it doesn't have to build a whole human being you know it's a little tiny thing and it goes in, it, it does its replication bit, and it has lots of chances to mutate very quickly and create something that's more sadistic in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, humans, we see in our personal experiences changes over long periods of time. So we've got a whole lot of people that you can't see a virus with the naked eye. It's not real to them. These facts that these variants come out of the woodworks because they mutate so fast, you know, to a lot of the people that I've uh, talked to and, and work with and have casual conversations with, they don't get it. They don't get it that one person can get a single infection from this virus and be the sole cause of not one, not two, not three, but many different variants of this damn thing. The variant just has to survive, thrive. It has to be good enough to not die out and to, to transmit. Survival of the fit enoughs. And that applies to viruses too. People confuse survival of the fittest. It's really survival of the fit enough. And so, yeah, one person could literally be a breeding ground for 10, 20, 30, 40 different variants of this thing. It only takes one person. We are a laboratory. We are full of resources. You know? We cook shit up in our bodies. Bacteria, viruses, you name it. 
Anybody that's ever attended to a kindergarten class can vouch for this entirely. Exactly. Anybody who has kids know that when a kid comes home with the sniffles, yep. you're screwed Yep. as an adult. Yep. I remember, I, re- I remember every year when my kid would go back to school that for the first week after that, I knew full well that I was going to end up having a little bit going on for me. For, you know, the week because the, oh, uh, the, I forget what the right term for it is, but the, the, the viral biome, I I, I don't know if that's the right term for it, but whatever changed significantly because of being involved with everybody else. Didn't mean that anybody necessarily was sick. It's just that everybody has a different biome. And, you know, you, you take that along with you and everybody's kind of, I mean, well, we, we, we saw what happened with this for the last year. I've heard, I've heard so many things be said out of just pure blatant ignorance. Like, oh, well, it came from a bat. We should just wipe out the bat population. Uh, of Hey, asshole. Uh, first off, you do that, you're going to create a whole ecological problem. Uh, not to mention good luck trying. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I know a lot of furries be really pissed off anybody trying to do that. But it, it just, it, it amazes me that when I talk to somebody and they're like, I've got both Moderna shots, I can't transmit the virus. Uh, says who? <laughs> well, I'm immune now. No, nobody says you're immune after, t- after the vaccines. Well, it builds immunity. That's what immunity means. I'm immune. It's like, mm. okay, let's go back to school, shall we? Oh, and I had, a, I had a conversation with him. I was like, look, dude, I'm not a doctor, but I have talked to doctors. And for some people, everybody has a different response to vaccines. As Bridget has told us repeatedly in the past, you know, the same vaccine on one person might give them a halfway decent shot at not getting uh, catching the virus and it might work great in another person. And then it might work like crap in the third person. I'm paraphrasing mind you, but that's what's come out in our conversations over this, uh, like the entire 2020, the whole nine yards, you know, there's talk about, um, there was a, a, an article talking about how getting one of the two shots, uh, basically half of the necessary vaccine shots for one of them, uh, helps, uh, cut your, um, communicability by half your ability to transmit it to somebody else. It's like, you know, that's actually a great thing, but it's not a hundred percent. Nothing's a hundred percent. Yeah. I, and I and I even pointed out to one of my coworkers, it's like, look, dude, you could be a hundred percent immune to this damn thing and still give it to somebody else. He's like, that makes no sense. And I was like, do you understand that this virus attaches itself into your sinuses? So it is possible for you to act as a courier where you actually get it in your sinuses, you walk out the door, you go to your favorite bar or cafe or whatever, and you take your mask off and you breathe out and it's been replicating in the sinuses. It's not actually in your body. It's just using the material in there. 
and somebody else brings it in and they haven't had their shots or whatever, guess what? You just gave infected somebody, even though you were immune. Two words. Typhoid Mary. My, uh, you know, here, here's something along the lines of Typhoid Mary. It turns out that one of my relatives never got sick. At least he never knew that he got sick. Turned out uh, in his elder years, he was at, uh, he was under medical. Um, they were doing a whole lot of tests and such because when you get older, things go wrong. And they couldn't believe it. He was actually suffering from like three different kinds of colds or two colds and infection, whatever the hell it was. He had multiple things going on. And they're like, you don't have a fever. You, do you have these symptoms? No, no, not at all. What about these symptoms? No, n nothing. He's like, no, I never get like that. Turned out he's one of those people with an immune system that he just doesn't get those reactions but he goes around infecting other people. Now, he never knew this. He never did it on purpose. He never knew it. And he could have potentially been one of those people who was a typhoid Mary, if he were still alive. He died a long time ago. Luckily, he never saw this shit. Um, but had, had he been alive today, it's quite possible he could have been a typhoid Mary of COVID-19. Oh, and there are some people that just cannot build up antibodies to this either. And one thing that I learned in the last week, now I, I do follow this, this group on Facebook of people who have you know participated in studies and things like that. And one thing that's really freaky is, you know, as part of the trials, you know, she was given the monoclonal antibodies, you know, twice. And, you know, followed for a year. And then they started giving these people, you know, vaccines to see what would happen. And she is not building up any antibodies whatsoever. And she's had um, tests for both to test for the, you know, the neoclaps. Uh, can't talk. Hello, mouth. <laughs> the, 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 the nucleocapsid part and the all... Um, the oh shit what do you call it the antigen you know as well so she's yeah been given two types of tests to you know try to look for some kind of antibody response and there are no antibodies whatsoever zip and she hasn't you know gotten sick or anything like that but she's like this is really concerning this is not good um and then uh, there's a doctor that's also in that group who has had COVID four times now. She works in the ER and sees hundreds of patients, you know, in the course of a day. And some of them are very, very, very sick. But she said that some of her colleagues have had it three times. She's had it four, and it's been four distinct, you know, episodes that are not the same, um, you know, um, what do you call it? Hello, my brain is not working. It's it's not that she didn't clear the 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 virus in the first place. She did clear it, but then she got reinfected with either a variant or something like that. And she said they're still trying to figure out what in the world is going on with her and why she can't hold antibodies. 
So item one, possibly a, a genetic thing that prevents possibly. this one. Uh, option two, maybe a something else had infected that's preventing it from happening. Mm. Um, yeah, this, she's this, just taken. She's being followed by by um, Cedar Sinai, and they've got her records and all that. And she's been in to speak with you know like some infectious disease specialists, things like that, try to get to the bottom of what's going on. And she said the first three cases that she had were you know mild. You know she felt ill, but not you know horrible, and was still able to function and things like that. But this last bout that she has now, she's having you know symptoms that feel like arthritis when she gets up and things like that. And so it's hitting her a lot harder and she's, you know, having to actually not go to work some days because she's in so much pain that she can't function. But she said, for whatever reason, her body is just not holding on to the antibodies. It's two items. Uh, One, TP has also uh, reminded us about the the school in Miami that has gone, private school, my dad, that has gone ahead and told its staff, do not get the uh, uh, the COVID uh, vaccination. If you do, you will be fired. Oh yeah. I don't even I don't even know how to process that at all. I I honestly and truly can't. You know where that idea came from, right? Those people. I don't. Ignorance. It is well. bizarre. There there was some stuff going around um, a few weeks ago, and a couple of people that I went to school with actually believed this and posted it on their Facebook, which I had to go check it out because I just could not believe it. But um, they think that being around a person who has been vaccinated, if you're in the same room as them, if you run into them in the grocery store or whatever, that... Just being exposed to a person who's had the vaccine can cause infertility. It can cause you to miscarry. It causes blood clotting disorders. It causes unexplained bruising, headaches, all sorts of illnesses. And um, that it could ultimately kill you because somehow the spike proteins are being shedded from people who've been vaccinated. It's going to fuck you up. And they believe this. These are probably the same people who believed the very same thing back when AIDS was finally being recognized as a thing. You know, there was a report um, that was released that was talking about women's menstrual cycles uh, being uh, slightly disrupted by the vaccine. And what I got took away from the article was that the doctors that they had spoken with and such, the professionals, was that it was, as far as they could tell at this point in time, it was a temporary uh, uh, symptom where uh, a lot of women were getting an exceptionally heavy, sorry for grossing people out who are grossed out by this, but for me it's just a biological function. Uh, Some women were getting uh, abnormally heavy flows. Now, for a woman who doesn't get something like that, yeah, that might be a problem, a concern, that might be a scary thing Um, for somebody who has ones that vary and they don't track it, probably doesn't even, it probably went right by them, didn't even notice. But there are apps out there that women can use to actually track what their expected uh, uh, period time is and 
whether or not to expect something heavy or light. It's dirt. Uh, one of my SO uses one and it's really, really, really accurate for her. And she got the shot and it messed up her flow. So yeah. the app predicted quote unquote wrong. Well, it didn't, it just couldn't take into account the change in the variables. So once that changes back, that app will be accurate again. Probably. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Right. But the point is, is that the, the, the professionals that were talking about this were of a general consensus that it's a temporary thing, just like your arm is sore after you get the shot being a temporary thing. Are, is it possible there's women who will be permanently affected by it? Who knows? We don't have long-term studies of this. What I do know is that no one in my family is willing to take a revolver and put some bullets in it, spin the barrel, uh, uh, spin the, uh, the, the barrel, the barrel, no, the barrel and pull the trigger after, you know, putting it to their forehead. Because when you have a vaccine, you're, you're protecting yourself from something. Is there a chance that you might have a reaction? It depends on your biology. So sure. If you have a history of having to avoid certain kinds of vaccines. Okay. There is a reasonable concern right there. Um, I have one allergy that could kill me. There's not a vaccine in the history of vaccines that is made using that ingredient. And huh. I even asked when, before they put the, uh, I got the Moderna, uh, before they put the Moderna shot in my arm, I said, listen, I'm allergic to one ingredient that can kill me. It's this ingredient. Is this vaccine made with any, uh, using any of that? No. Okay, great. And that was it. And I got the shot. And other than being kind of tired right now, but. This the, theory is, is that the spike proteins are going to be shed by the person who got the vaccine, which is not a thing that cannot happen. That's impossible. And that it's also going to infiltrate these people who have not been vaccinated and it will permanently change your DNA and it's going to wipe out humanity. And they also think that wearing masks will kill you because it concentrates the virus instead of clearing it. And so it's going to make you sicker and, and kill you. This is that, that couple that runs that school in Miami. This is the person that got their information from. And I could give you a link to the website if you're brave enough to go see the shit. Maybe. Uh, TP has also said, and true, a change in stress can change a woman's cycle. It can. Dude, getting getting a cold could do it. Going on a trip and, you know, being jet lagged could do it. I mean, it's 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 a thing that happens on an imperfect cycle. Is it typically regular? Typically, yes. Can it go all kinds of sideways? Yeah. So what? Well, these people are freaking out about going to the grocery store and passing somebody who's had a vaccine. And how can we tell who the vaccinated people are to stay away from them for our own safety? Oh, my God. Two things. One, I wish 
I honestly truly wish that these people would actually commit to one of these, just one of these fanciful ideas. So that when the time comes that they say that such and such and so and so is going to happen, if this condition is met and it doesn't happen, we can actually tell them, you said this, this didn't happen, you said very specifically, we have now very specifically, and it didn't happen. Without changing the parameters, like, I don't know, how long, which is otherwise known as, psst, moving the fucking goalposts, you know. So what's your answer to that? Item two, by the way. And I can't believe that I remembered this. There was a comic book with, uh, I believe it was the X-Men that I saw decades ago now. Where a mutant emerged kid in his um, in his teens mid-teens late teens I don't remember but his mutant gene activated and they sent Wolverine to take care of the kid there's a reason Wolverine went there gave the kid a beer took around and talked with him for a while let the kid have a couple of beers took around and talked with him for a while the kid's mutant gene killed all organic life around him. And Wolverine was the only one who'd be able to recover quickly enough. And it was his job, for the sake of humanity, to kill the kid. And I remember reading that, and it stuck with me. I couldn't even tell you how long it's been. Because I... A, cannot believe that such a deep topic was covered in a goddamned comic book. But having to deal with the, f the, the, f the ramifications of such an ungodly choice of what to do. Sure, by the numbers, it's easy to go ahead and say, well, pff, somebody's killing off all of humanity, one versus, you know, Several billion on the planet. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are simple. Until you get to that one person. And they're a person. And we don't even recognize the similar numbers. And a similar situation. It's an easy thing to just say, what's the, what's the least amount of harm to do the most amount of good? Stay at home. Watch goddamn Gilligan's Island and, and rot your brain that way. Stay away from people. Cover anything that comes out of your body so that it doesn't go to other people's bodies. Don't lie to somebody else. It, it hurts me. It hurts my heart to think about how many people there are who absolutely categorically refuse to listen to the most barest 
of science. And it, it hurts to think that they've been groomed this way for decades. Well, <clears throat> I think I don't want to put the fault on it, but I think I, I have a problem anyways with our, our way of presenting science like it's In a way, it's almost like, especially with somebody in a religious mindset, a mindset, it seems to be almost another religion from their point of view. But essentially, you know, when you look at science, I mean, what is it? It's basically, um, it's us trying to match the contents of our head to our environment. Uh, okay. Okay. Basically. Ish. No, I, I, no, I'm, I'm on board with the that. More, the more we know about our environment, you know, the better our chances of survival. And that's basically it. You know, you know, we may, uh, go from day to day in complete innocence and be decimated by viruses and, you know, not know where, where it comes from and, attribute that to the gods or whatever, uh, you know, until we know better. But, you know, science is basically, it's, um, it's a demonstration of this is how reality works. And that's basically it. It's like a reference. We, our lives are not long enough to experience everything in life. So science is basically people who have had empirical experience in certain things that, you know, catalog all this for us, just in case one day, you know, we may want to, uh, I don't know, like even going to a certain part of the planet that we've never been before, you know, or is, is there any risk of earthquakes or, or eruptions or tornadoes or whatever? Well, thanks to science, we can look that kind of shit up. More importantly, because of the tools that science created and utilized, we can actually reproduce facts, the factual experiments. Um, for example, uh, testing gravity and such things. We have experiments that are we can replicate, that people can empirically measure. The, um and the thing is, is that if you lose the science books, you know, and you have somebody repeat the experiment, you'll still get the same results if it was a properly done experiment. You lose the religious texts and have somebody create a religion, they'll probably come up with something completely different than what was before. And they have. Yeah, exactly. And they have. And the point is, is that the science doesn't factor into feelings or how much uh, time and energy you put into something unless time is a critical part of that experiment, in which case it has to be on point. Um, well, it's not a case of I want this experiment in gravity to work. I really, really, really want it to work. 
so it's going to work. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's not science. Right. And, <clears throat> and that's the part that these people who equate science with religion forget, is that unlike religion, science doesn't give a shit about your feelings. It's not there to make you feel comfortable. It's not there to reassure you of something. It's there to tell you that when you perform experiment A under circumstances B and environmental conditions C, you will always get results D. Well, you know, to put it in a little more simpler way, you know, reality or nature, if you want, it doesn't give a shit about you. And science is just a, ref a reflection of, of, of reality, of nature, of how things are. I mean, just, it doesn't, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. the, the trees don't care about uh, whether you survive or die. <laughs> but, right. you know, trees serve a certain role in our, you know, in our environmental makeup um, more importantly um oh crap my brain just farted in that case i'll throw this yeah if anybody wants to argue that science is a religion ask them how is mythbusters a religion <laughs> there are some people who worship the heineman the what cuckoo kachu yeah, I, I, I get you there, but... I know you get that reference. I, I do. You I mean that for you. You know what's really funny is that, you know, me who's been looking a lot into medieval stuff lately, but um, in the high Middle Ages, uh, which means, uh, yeah, paradoxically, that's the onset of the Middle Ages, we were in such a dark place that um, science was reduced basically the science of the time was witchcraft yep basically the anybody who had a scientific mind or tried to basically it came down to you know uh this mushroom will kill you this one won't <laughs> and it's just like and so on and so on a register of that and that's a pretty simple um, scientific research. I mean, it can't get much simpler than that. You know, you just you ingest this, you watch the effects, and okay, you note it down. Okay, so the next guy comes along, well, you're not going to prescribe uh, whatever the preceding person had. But even these people were pushed to the outside of the village or whatever, and... Um, but they were the detainers of, uh, they were the sole detainers of the knowledge from preceding generations. You know, Stephanie's got uh, something over here that is, you know, I, I, I really, I really don't think about it very often. And it ends up being so true too damn many times. The religious cannot understand any other way of thinking, which is why they cling to their stories, whatever happens around them. Yeah. Yeah, they simply refuse to acknowledge that you know, if if you if you run an experiment properly accounted for, you know, that's 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 what happens with reality and then when it breaks whatever it is that they have come to believe is real and it actually isn't, 
like, for instance, uh, medical intervention with prayer. And what what is it called? Intercessory prayer. I'm probably saying it wrong. Doesn't matter. Then it becomes well, you can't test God, motherfucker. We can test for wind to prove that air is a thing. That air density is a thing. I'm pretty sure that we can test for um, the effect if we can't test for the actual. And if the effect ain't there, sorry. I believe the expression right about now is uh, busted. Yeah, so like anybody can make any claim they want at all and... Uh... And six-year-old yeah. kids do. Yeah, but it comes down to accountability. And, you know, these people just want, or whatever the leaders are, it, it's really insane because the leaders are... If we want to make the world a better place for each other, I think um, these religious leaders are actually the least equipped to do that. When in the end of all things. Yeah. And they're either true believers, in which case they've been duped, or they're charlatans. Yeah. In which case they're worse scum than I can describe. Yeah, because basically if you're doing that, then you're living at everybody else's expense. Yep. See, that's 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 the piece that hurts the most. You want to go ahead and, and um, you want to believe whatever. You know, that's that's bad starting off point. But if you know that it's false and you're using it for um, greed. Yeah, you're you're the scum of the earth. You're you're worse then because scum actually is organic material and organic material can be used for, you know, Making new trees to take the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Penicillin. Uh, yeah, well, penicillin was one of those uh, scientific discovery goes boink moments. Yep. No, but, it, you know, if... It's really simple. I mean, um, if you're going to live with other humans, then you have to be aware and accountable for your interactions with them. And if you're not, then go fucking live in the jungle by yourself. What? It Sorry, TP? Liberty University has a NASCAR race car now? I hope it's always last. You know, I'm going to admit it. I've got a moment of trying to process that. And simultaneously, my brain, my brain is going, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard Well, in, in, in a long time. And another part of it is going, yeah, the stereotype for the area that, that, that rocks. I, and, and I feel bad for that part.
I just feel bad for that part. This just sucks. All right. Well, I've been I've been guiding uh, a lot of this stuff, and uh, Bridget and I have had uh, a, a lot more time. Well, actually, Bridget Tech and I have had uh, a little bit more time. Uh, Joseph, we, we don't have too much longer. Uh, is there anything that you want to uh, steer us towards quickly while we still got a, a few more minutes before we got to get out? Uh, no, I'm good. Um, yeah, can't say anything. I uh, can't... Can't think of anything I'd like to say that wouldn't start an entire new diatribe or conversation. You know, one of these one of these nights, I'm going to kick it off right over to you to start off with and see where it takes us. Because we've had a lot of these nights where it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't have anything else uh, that isn't going to take us another 40 minutes to get through. I should just take you up on that one of these times. Oh, yeah, I could do a diatribe about... Uh... Uh, yeah, well, we have to reframe our, between we the thinking, we have to reframe our discussions about religion. Fair. That's the thing I'd really like to touch on. Because mm-hmm. I've only been able to give, you know, nuances, bits and pieces here and there, but it's it's an entire thing. Fair enough. In that case, uh Tech, Bridget, either one of you got uh, any anything that uh, should be gotten out there before we uh, before we roll up for the night? Okay. No, I, I took most of the time. I'm still trying to find stuff from this crazy person <laughs> who put yeah, out all that. this off the wall stuff. But uh, YouTube has has killed her videos, and I went to her website, and uh, most of the ones that she had that have the truth. Um, now have these little icons. This video no longer exists. I'm so disappointed. They were so entertaining. <laughs> you know, give YouTube a little bit of credit on that one. They well, have I actually do. been going after some of these after disinformation. People, yeah. Yeah. But if anybody wants the link for the show notes, I still put the link to the website and you can still see some this crazy screen grabs and whatever on there. Just knock yourself out. It's just. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> I will make sure that that's in there. What about you, Tech? Any, any Anything left over for you? I'm good. I've got plenty of things that piss me off. We just don't have the time to talk about it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well... We'll wrap it just a little bit early tonight with with this last thought. As much as we go through these shows and we sometimes, you know, store up over the course of several weeks, you know, stuff that's we expect will come out during these Power 10 shows. It sucks that there has been what would have otherwise been nine weeks of storage where what we've got to bark and bitch about is stuff that's come up over the last two weeks, maybe. That hurts. 
That's sad. And this is what it's been like for the last year. And we know it. It sucks. It hurts. There's, there's no two ways about that. And it's still a grind. And we're still in the middle of it, unfortunately. So if you're having problems dealing with, if, if you're still feeling very out of it, still very, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, still very, I'm existing, that's okay. That's what it's been like for a while. And unfortunately, it's entirely possible that that is how it's going to continue to be for a little while more. It's okay. This is what coping looks like. Don't think that you're alone. If you need to be able to talk to some folks, we've got the Discord server. If you're in need, just ping the channels. Let us know. I need somebody to talk with. I need to see somebody. I will be more than happy to pop on a video feed and pop on the microphone and talk to people. You don't have to reciprocate. You don't have to have a camera going yourself. But if there's one thing that I've learned, this, this interaction helps. Even if we can't be right there with you, this helps. So with that, we're going to go ahead and call it a night, everybody. Thank you very much for being with us. We hope that you had a decent enough time with us and you got something to think about for the rest of the week from all of our perspectives. Over at live chat, like I said, Stephanie, TP, guys, just please stay safe, stay healthy, and just know that you know we appreciate you and we're thinking about you. Take good care of yourselves. Joseph, as usual, thank you very much. And um, yeah, good luck with everything going on out that way, man. Still worried about you. Yeah, well, it's going to be vaccination time in a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, well, day by day. You take care out there too, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, I'm trying. Believe it or not, uh, out by me right now, what I've got the worst uh, the worst concern about are the tomato plants that I keep trying to put out on my porch because every time I put them out there and they're ready to start sprouting, the weather starts getting down around uh, two, three Celsius. Mm. And that's you not... Think the, thank the jet stream for that. Yeah. Jets, yeah. Whatever. But in any case, you take care of yourself. Tech... Um, yeah, you, uh, you, you take care of yourself and I've, I've got something to, uh, to tell you about when we get off the air that's uh, going to make you laugh. So, uh, seriously, you stay healthy, you stay safe, huh? Absolutely. Me too. Bridget, you know, it's power 10 episode, which means that, uh, if you've got a problem with saying your, your usual spiel, you get issues. Yeah, just fuck my... Pence and GOP and and uh, Josh Hawley and Matt Gates and uh, Duggar. Uh, huh? Duggar. 
oh yeah, Josh Duggar, and and fuck all you people who are defending him and saying that we're only going after him because he's quote unquote a Christian and not because he's been like convicted of like or indicted on a you know child porn charges and he's you know sexually molested his sisters when he was a teenager oh yeah and all that yeah, stuff yeah. but at least he's yeah. been indicted on charges now but i mean come on ben I'm Shapiro, really, really? Surprised, really surprised at how many good christians are pedophiles oh they are and i can't remember the dude that it was but the one who was trying to say that matt gates is not guilty of pedophilia because technically he's a hemophile, not a pedophile because um, the child was, you know, the person was not prepubescent and we've got a problem with them age, you know, of consent laws in this country because they're too restrictive. Go fuck yourself. Um, that distinction is accurate, but it is the distinction is accurate. But as far as the law is concerned, uh, to paraphrase uh, Bridget, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, don't be trying to make excuses for the dude, okay? That's uh, just my point. Exactly. Uh, I've got I've got one last item over here, but uh, TP is also reminding us. Uh, you know, don't don't forget that uh, the Crew Dragon reentry is going to be happening very soon, as of as of recording time. So you know, we'll be looking forward to that one. And may I drop one? Last item over here, the guy that was on Jeopardy, who indicated his third win the way that I'm showing on screen at the moment, where he held up his three lower fingers, pinky, ring, middle, and cupped his index and thumb against his chest, supposedly to indicate his third win. Which, unfortunately, if you rotate that around, wow, look at that. Plausible deniability for a white power symbol? I believe the expression we've used tonight is, go fuck yourself. <sighs> Thank you, everybody, for being with us. If you would like to get in contact with us or to get the audio version of the show, please remember, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. Everything you need is right over there. Phone number, if you'd like to leave us a message, 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. And we will be looking forward to talking to you again come next week. Please be safe. So until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My wife... Almost 16 years later, I am still in love with you. But today, Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>